so excited welcome to the not plastic mentorship virtual experience guys tonight is going to be amazing and it's going to be exciting listen if you are tuning in at this moment i need to see you guys type it in the comments but i also need you to also tag and share and like this live i see sharita already here i see prophet letha i see kiosha um who else is in here in the chats i also see come on i'm going down Someone is on YouTube. I, it's like JLJ Styles. I see Pastor Carol on here. Guys, listen, let's get the viewers up because tonight is going to be a time in God. I'm just putting in your comments in the box, guys. We have Prophet. I don't know. She, she's not going to like you for this part. Apostle Dr. Erica Montgomery, Pastor, Evangelist, Deacon, Teacher. She is all five in the fivefold because that is who she is and who she walks in. And that is the grace on her life, guys. I am excited. Lisa, thank you so much for tagging all of these people here, guys. Listen, we need you to tag and share because tonight, y'all, it's going to be an awesome time in the Lord, guys. If you guys have been here literally for the last couple of weeks, we just keep ascending, ascending, and ascending in God's presence. And guys, it's been an amazing and an awesome time. So I'm going to open up with prayer really quickly and then i'm going to let erica introduce herself and then we're just going to begin so father we thank you we love you and we honor you and we magnify you father we adore you and we lift you up and we reverence your name for who you are for you are holy father and we thank you we love you we honor you for who you are and the names that you have named yourself for father you are adonai your elohim your el shaddai your el kaddish father you are yahweh father you are the i am that you say that you are and we love on you and we reverence you by your names we dare not address your throne except that we reverence you first father we thank you for a night that we have never seen and most importantly we thank you for your son jesus whom you have sent to die on the cross for our sins father we do not take it for granted for the mercies that you have given us father we don't even take advantage of your grace father and we also acknowledge and reverence holy spirit father who is the guide and the navigator of all things of truth so father Father, we even invite him in on this conversation. Father, we ask you to open up the portals of heaven to release the downloads of information of what it is that you want to release on tonight. Father, we cancel every demonic assignment that was set out against the woman of God, that was set out against myself, Father, every demonic word curse that was sent, Father, we send it back to the sender twice, every demonic invocation, supplication, pronunciation, every incantation, every satanic roadblock, Father, we send it back and we reverse it by fire to the sender, may it locate the mouth of where it was sent and may it backfire in the name of Jesus. So, Father, you said it in your word, it's your covenant that every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned. So, Father, we 
shut the mouth of every naysayer, Father, even every witchcraft assignment that was set out against the woman of God and against myself. Father, we dig it up by the root and we send it back to the sender, everything that was even hung in the air. Father, we dismantle it right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, you said it in your word to suffer not a witch to live, Daddy. So if the witch doesn't repent, Father, do what you have to do, Father, even every demonic altar where this flyer for this live is put there on tonight, Father, we release your consuming fire, the fire that consumes. Father, every international altar, every local altar, Father, we consume, we lift the picture and we lift our names. Father, and we thank you for everything that you're going to do on tonight for the healing and deliverance that's going to take place and conversation. Father, let a woman come against this live, hear this live literally, and they not just leave with an experience, but they leave with an encounter of an a best encounter, the best one. Father, what must I do to be saved? So Father, we even declare and decree that salvation will begin to permeate in the airways. Father, we take control over the thermal sphere, the, the, the realm of conversation, of narration. Father, and we give Holy Spirit full control for measure to take over the conversation. We render the lines to the Holy Spirit, even in this region. And we give him permission to, to control everything that imports and exports. And Father, last but not least, we invite in true Jesus. Father, we give him permission to make expression here on earth. Father, we give him permission to demonstrate. And Father, we count it all so, and we say that it cannot be reversed. And it's only in Jesus's name that we soak and we seal and we saturate this prayer under his blood. Amen and amen and amen. Listen, guys, I am excited for tonight. Everybody that is logging in here, listen, I need you guys to tag and share and like everybody that is watching under the sound of our voices. Listen, I am excited. I have my friend on here. This is my friend. Let me stop and say this here. This is my friend. This is my friend. This is not just an associate um, in the ministry, but this is my friend. Friend. This is my dear friend who is close to my heart, who I love dearly, um, and I will fight for. I will fight for her. Um, and I thank God for her life. I thank her for being on here on tonight. She always accepts our invitation of when we ask her to come. I thank her for being obedient also, though, to Holy Spirit. I'm going to give Dr. Erica Montgomery the pleasure to introduce herself on tonight. And then, guys, you know we do. We just want to dive in. Go ahead, Prophet. Listen, it is such an honor to be on here with you, Prophet Kamisha. It is a privilege. You know, um, when you told me that I would have to introduce myself, I kind of pause a little bit because my introduction is a little bit different in this season. Come on. Um, I believe that when you have suffered some things, amen, and God begins to fine tune and he begins to um, reaffirm who you are in the earth. I believe that um, introductions hit a little different. And um, sometimes I'm often asked, um, and I see the meme all the time on social media. Um, I, and it, it'll say like, I went to a HBCU and then it has the girl on there. She says, but I graduated. Come and so on. there's a difference in just going somewhere and then actually obtaining um, something from, from it. And so my introduction is a little different. I'm going to introduce myself, but first of all, I'm going to say this first. I am, before I'm anything, I am a servant of the Lord. I'm a servant, but then I want to insert something. I'm a demon slayer. Come on somebody. And, um, listen, I am an apostolic woman. Amen. I am a business owner. I am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a pastor. 
Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I have been charged in the earth to midwife. God has entrusted me um, with women who are precious to me, who are precious to God. And so it is an honor to be here um, with you. And it is an honor to be amongst um, these women of God on tonight and those that are going to continue to flood this live on tonight. So that's who I am. So yes, ma'am, let's talk about really fast about this pastoring profit. Ooh. How is that working out for you? <laughs> Listen, it is going. And it's, you know what, it's really going well. I think that one of the biggest things that I learned this year was that God will reward you for your honor. So God honors honor. And um, for me as a pastor, I like to say that we don't go through a lot of things that um, other pastors go through. So I grew up, let me just kind of give a little background. I grew up in a very traditional apostolic ministry and that's where me and my husband came from. And so a lot of what the Lord was doing um, through us was like breaking religion and tradition and allowing us to be free, but also for the people to be free. So I think that's, that's important. So with me pastoring, it is a huge responsibility, something that I take serious and I have to digest that sometimes because as a prophet and a pastor, that is extreme. That is one of the hardest things to do as an apostle, as a pastor, that 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 is a prophet that is really hard to do because sometimes you have to um, um, you have to learn how to deal with people. You have to learn how to deal with personalities. You have to learn how to deal with with demons. You have to learn how to, <laughs> you have to learn how to deal with a lot. And it's, it's a lot of processing that comes with that. You know, um, when God appoints you, he gives you the grace for it. And so um, a lot of people who are pastoring a man, some are pastoring before their time, they're pastoring without the grace of God. But I can definitely say when the Lord graces you to do it, it is easier because you understand that everything that comes with it, you rest in him and he got you either way. And so it's going. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's not strange because the Lord said this in 2020. Um, I'll never forget it. The Lord said that he was giving churches to prophets. And the reason why the Lord was doing this, it wasn't because of the fact of the matter that um, prophets wanted to do this. Because I'm going to be honest, literally prophets, it's hard really for prophets to pastor only because prophets, true prophets that operate in the office of the prophet, they operate from a strong hand. Correct. But this is the reason why the Lord also has said that he was having um, prophets to, to take over churches because this is the hour of the meat. And literally when prophets come, they come literally to feed God's sheep because these people are not our people, but they're God's people. And literally this, watch this. Oh, father, we're here now though. No. It's no disrespect to pastors, but a lot of pastors have been given out milk bottles for too long because literally watch this. Let's kind of talk about this. Right. Because when we talk about the different graces in the office of the different roles in the fivefold, because we all need all five really in conjunction to really kind of work together. Yeah. And really, the job of the pastor is to kind of pasture the sheep from when they're coming off the street. Mm -hmm. So that means that their job is really the dirty work. Now, this is the hard part when it comes to profits, because usually our job is to kind of push people into the next place like welcome to next after they didn't already got the deliverance they didn't got everything else that they needed our job is really to kind of help to navigate them through what the spirit of the lord is saying about them for their next mm 
and then push them into that next measure. However, um, because literally prophets now have been taken from their grace of their office and they've been now stationed, stationed literally to sit in a place now and to clean, oh, father, and to clean up the places that some of the pastors did not do. They're not going to like this live, but it's the spirit of the Lord. And to clean up some of the places that the pastors did not do. This is why now the Lord has to give churches to prophets because prophets have a strong hand. Yes, they're going to come in. They're not going to pacify. They're not going to babyfy. They're literally going to do what Paul said, because this is scripture. So we're not just speaking from the hip and there's no shade or anything to anybody in a respective place. But Paul said, I want to give you meat, but some of you want to hold on to milk. Yeah. We are not in a time that you can afford to no longer hold on to milk bottles. Yeah, we're I mean, in a go ahead, prophet, because no, no, we're in a dangerous time. We're in a dangerous time that if you're still sucking on milk and you're still sucking on pacifiers, you will die because this is really the hour of ascension. It's the hour of the meat. And oh, ooh, Father, and you need meat to survive. Let's break it down, Prophet. I'm going to let you tap in here in two seconds because let's really think about a baby. A lot of us on here are women and we have children. After the baby is born, the first thing that they get, the kind of milk that they need is the breast. Right. Because the breast has the nutrients, the proper nutrients that the baby need. Watch this to survive outside of the womb. Right. But as the baby begins to grow, now the nourishment has to change. The intake has to change. Yep. So now it goes from milk to solid food, which is usually this is the meat that Paul is talking about. Because watch this. If a baby. Oh, father. Oh, father. Hold on. If a baby watch this continues to suck on a nipple of a pacifier or a bottle watch this they teeth begin to rot yes they teeth begin to rot because there comes a time that the milk does not provide the nourishment that they need to grow father i hear you so this time now comes for it calls for the hour of the meat because now your body needs something else your body is saying i need something else because i'm discerning that there's more because prophet, we talk about this place. We say there's more, there's more. And when we get to this place called more, watch this, you get hungry. Yes. Liquid is only going to hold you, but for so long, but after a while, you're going to need food. Prophet, tap in. Listen, going. So, so look, you just said a mouthful and I want to touch on this part on the solid food. Here's the thing. As a child grows, they start uh, being introduced to different um, foods to see if they would if they have a um, an allergy to it or if they have a liking to it. And what I have learned with the church and with pastoring that even when uh, the prophet pastor is preparing the people for the next, sometimes they don't always want to shift. They don't always want to shift to that next place because um, they're not always ready to digest what the Lord has for them um, in preparation for them to be a total man. See, we go from those infancy stages to toddler to teenage, and then we become a man. The Bible says that when I became a man, I put away the childish things. But what's happening now is that people are wanting to stay um, um, malnourished. They want to stay in a place. They don't really um, want to receive the instruction. Some, let me say this, one of the hardest things for for a prophet pastor a pastor prophet is that um people don't understand um the 
<laughs> the toiling behind closed doors. They don't understand that part because there's a lot of uh, inner things that we have to deal with, right? Along with just the profit, you have to deal with uh, your, your mental, you got to deal with your heart, you got to deal with. Uh, sometimes I felt like Jonah, if I can be honest, I felt like Jonah, God, why are you calling me to this? I, I, you know, I would always say, if you could just, if I could just stay on the back of a pew and be a part of the service, I don't have to be the one speaking. I don't have to be the one leading. I don't need a spotlight. I would always say that. And I was conflicted with my my call because even when I tried to still stay in the infancy stage, God was like, no, I'm calling you to be a man. I am calling you. I'm calling you to something far greater. And if you keep um, <laughs> regressing to this place, you're going to miss your next and it's going to cause others to abort their next. So I recognize that the assignment, <clears throat> here's the thing. Sometimes we think that our response, our yes to the assignment is for people. But no, I, I realized something is for me. But not only is it for me, it's for a generation of people who dropped the mantle before me. And I have to pick up something. Um, I have to pick this mantle up for my family, for those that are going to come after me. So sometimes we don't understand because a lot of us are like Abraham. We're the first to do it. Can we, can yeah. we talk about that? We're yeah. the first to do it. <clears throat> and for anybody who out there is under the sound of my voice and you're the first one to do it, let me tell you <clears throat> what you have been experiencing, the pushback, the, the hindrance, the opposition, all of that is coming because hell knows that you're getting ready to break through and you're getting ready to tap into a place called divine destiny. Jesus. My God, help me, Jesus. You're getting ready to, to walk out the divine destiny that God has already appointed before the world began. And so he knows. I love the saying that you always say, it ran in my family until it ran into me. Yeah. Is that thing right here. So a lot of you are like Abraham. And if I could give you a name, Abraham, Abraham Nisha on tonight, because <laughs> listen, regardless of what they think about you, how they feel about you, you are the one mantled for it. You yeah. are the one, you are the one that God has called. And so <clears throat> let's talk about this meat. Let's get back on it because that was so rich to me. The thing about that part, um, let's focus on this part where the, um, the baby starts to uh, get exposed to different things, you know, sweet, sour. Let's see if you like fruit, vegetables, meat, and so on and so forth. And one thing, even with my daughter, um, I realized when I was kind of testing her out with some things, there were, there were times when I had to kind of give her things because I knew it would be good for her, although she didn't like it. And this is the part about the church. We want what we want, but the thing that we don't like, we refuse. But the thing that we don't like sometimes is the thing that's good for us. Yeah. And so sometimes they want the prophet. They want the prophet to come with the word. Oh, I'm going to, um, you know, the Lord says he's going to bless you with a house. He's going to bless you with a car. He's going to bless you with this. He's going to bless you with that. And yes, we believe in the, 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 the blessings of the Lord. And yes, the Lord will do that. But prophets are balanced. It's, we don't just come, my God, we don't just come with words that sound sweet to the ear, but there's sometimes we got to cut you real quick with a word from the Lord so that you can be postured and positioned to inherit the blessings of the Lord. If you do not position, if Lord Jesus, help me, if you do not position yourself in obedience to the Lord, you ain't got nothing. And if you do get it, it will only be temporary because God's blessings is not behind that. And so with the pastor prophet role, I've had to learn how to, I'm going to be honest, cut, but still nurture. Mm, that's good. 
And then can I can I touch on a practical part? Mm. I've had to also grow up and not explain. Ooh. Not explain. Not explain my obedience to the Lord as to how I interact with sheep that he has assigned to me. Come on, somebody. Because here's the thing. I don't interfere with other people and their sheep. Come on. And I'm not saying that you can't you can't give give the sheep that God has called to me instructions because you can, because if God gives you something. But here's the thing. I have studied my sheep. Come on, somebody. I have learned my sheep. Come on. I know who God has called to me. And so because he has assigned them to me, there is a certain grace that I have and there's an anointing that and 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 things that must be imparted into them. Come on. Imparted <laughs> into them through the grace that God has given me through the suffering that I've gone through, through everything that I've encountered that they need. But they're now and their next. Come on. We talk about that next that next level blessing, but there's some things that we need right now. And so as a woman who's a pastor and a prophet who carries an apostolic anointing, that's not always liked. Mm-hmm. Prophet, let me cut you off for a second. Go ahead. I want to I want to cut you off Go ahead. for a second because you just said a really, really good point. And I'm gonna tell you what the Lord just said. Um, to what you just said. Because there's a lot of people, you're talking about something, and I'm glad that we're going here because this is very important when you said, literally, when you're talking about people that's assigned to you, because that is true. You do have people in seasons um, who are assigned to your voice. I'm going to back it up with scripture because I'm going to tell you what the Lord said. Because you have a lot of people that do something called Facebook hopping. Whoa. Right? where literally they go from one voice to another voice, to another voice, to another voice. And I'm going to tell you this now, somebody may say, well, I can listen to, I want to listen to, and you can, you have every right to listen to whoever you want to listen to. But the, the only way that you grow is in the places that you stay. You cannot grow in a place unless you're planted because I'll use myself as the best example. There are not many voices in my ear every season. There may be a voice a season, meaning if I'm being mentored by an apostolic figure, meaning that, and I'm not talking about a covering, but I'm talking about if I'm even studying, like studying, I'm listening to sermons, to lectures, I'm what the Lord's having me to watch how they demonstrate. Because clearly the one thing about the father, before he always takes us into a place called next, there's something called an introduction to the phase. There's an introduction to next. So that means literally, and guys, if you have questions, type them in the comments. We'll answer them. So that means literally that somebody has to introduce me to next. Now, I can't get introduced to next if I'm Facebook hopping. I can't wow. listen to Bynum and Trim and um, uh, Lestrange all in one season because you know why? I'm going to help somebody. That all three don't operate the same way. So if they don't operate the same way, I cannot know where I'm going. That means I have to have personal time to sit down with Holy Spirit to one, first of all, know the blueprint for myself. Yes. So once I know the blueprint for myself, the Holy Spirit guides the voice that's supposed to be next. This is important, prophet. I'm going somewhere because literally the Lord said, go back to your master. This is for you Facebook hoppers. Now, somebody may say, what do you mean your master? I'm going to back it up with scripture because the Lord says this in John chapter 10, 27 through 28. He says, my sheep hear my voice. Now, watch this. 
in the natural, your leader is the voice of the Lord for, for you in that moment because Christ is not here. So literally the shepherd of your house or whatever community that you may be involved in, this is the voice. I'll give you Moses. Moses was the voice of his time. That's why when his sister and brother was speaking against him, the Lord had to rebuke them. Hold on. Wait a minute. Are you going against the voice? Are you going against the one that I have sanctioned for this time? Because prophet people had to understand death can come from this. When you go against the voice that God has sanctioned this also too, the Lord said this, when he said, my sheep knows my voice, we stop at this verse, but we don't keep reading. He said, and I know them because you said it. I know who's assigned to my voice. And I'm going to go even further because it's true. I know who carries my DNA and who does it because you get people sometimes they want to be attached to the anointed, but they don't want to be attached to the person because you said something. Prophets are balanced. And it's true because when prophets come, more importantly, we come to get you back into alignment. So that means literally because even the Lord said this for you, because you said I had to learn this in a season to cut and nurture. And the Lord said, because he's preparing you for your apostleship, because that's what apostles do. They had to cut and nurture sheep. Look at Jesus. I'll give you him the best example. When he said to the disciples, listen, he said, like these things come from prayer and fasting. Y'all tarrying to cast out something that you saw me demonstrate and do. And how you see me demonstrated was through prayer. Watch the pattern and the regimen that I came with. Every time that you see me come from out of the secret place, I come out with more power. So if you're following me, follow me as I do. Come on. Come on. I feel the Lord because prophet, it's true. These people don't want to be cut. They just want to be attached to Dr. Erica Montgomery because they're, uh, Dr. Erica Montgomery is somebody that has a movement. So if I could be attached to her movement, then maybe too, I'll possess a movement too. But they don't want to be attached to the cutting that comes also with the voice. There's a cutting to the voice. Type it in the comments. There's a cutting to the voice. Because when it's your voice, your voice should be able to cut you. Yes. I'll give you more proof. And prophet, I'm going to let you tap in. The, the Lord says this, that God disciplines his sons. Hebrews 12. That means when there's a discipline, there's a cutting. Please go. Okay, in. So, so I want to say this. So when there's a discipline, there's a cutting. One thing that I've learned about the cutting, here's the thing. The Bible says that if you love them, you will correct them. Sometimes because people have suffered from mother wounds and father wounds, they cannot identify the true love of God. Jesus. And this is. <laughs> oh, prophet. I'm going to let you finish. But see, that's, that was the job of the pastor to make sure that deliverance happened before the prophet came. But keep going. That's so, why the prophets got to get the churches. Go ahead. Keep going. So the mother and father wounds first, it uh, disconnect. It doesn't allow them to fully connect to the father. So even when you just said, follow me as I follow Christ, I understand that if I follow Christ, I look more like him. I talk more like him. My 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 makeup, my my image is him. And so um, some don't understand with mother and father wounds. This is why it's difficult for the prophet, the prophet pastor, because while I have to cut you, I'm cutting you in love. The Bible says God chastens those who he loves. So I'm cutting you because God is saying, <laughs> I got something to say after this. I'm cutting you because God is, is, is moving me 
to cut you, but then I also go back and I nurture the cut. Come on, yeah. somebody. I go back and I I I I um I provide um ointment for that because I understand that um if that goes uncovered, if you're uncovered and you are offended, then I understand that there's more damage to that wound. Yeah. So I don't just prophesy and give a word that cuts without going back to love and to um, affirm in, in, in some capacity. And so I want to say this because this is on my heart to say, we have to stop categorizing prophetic voices to um, what we what we want or what we feel like they should be. Let me tell you something. Seasons for the prophets, they're totally different. What you might have seen last season might not be the same thing you see this season because we go through a difficult process behind closed doors that that to the public, see, <laughs> it's something about having to heal your wounds and then heal the wounds of other people all at the same time. And sometimes that people don't, they're not conscious of that. They're not conscious that we're 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 mortal people, we're just like them. And so the only thing that's different from us and them is that God has graced us with this gift that belongs to him. It doesn't even belong to us. And so I think what we see nowadays is we see a lot of people who are um, who are prophets, who are operating in um, um, the prophetic office, but then they start taking ownership of the gift of God. And then they start making the people into their slaves. Come no, on. baby, I'm going to, I'm, I'm a slave to God and I'm going to teach you how to be a slave to him too. This Come is on. what we learned and so Jesus. we have it backwards because some people even think that they can sow into the slave ship. Come on, we can't be bought. And right. people don't understand that. People don't understand that about true prophets. Now, I'm so slick with it. I'll tell you this. When I know somebody is sowing their seed because they want to gain um, a status with me, I'll give it back. Wow. I'm wow. Not, I don't even on my pages, on my Facebook pages, I don't even post my cash app. I don't do all of that because I am not for sale. And I think that a lot of us have to understand this. Here's the thing. And God gave me a word for the people that's on the live. This gift cannot be bought. Bible. Bible says that when they saw the miracles of God going forth, he came and he presented. He said, how much is it for this? How much is it for me? No, this this ain't for sale. You know, you will know the true prophets. You will know the true glory carriers because one thing about them is that they're humble and they're submitted to God. Now, here's the thing that confuses society nowadays because they don't feel like you can be pretty and be anointed. Let me help you understand something tonight. You're going to get the work with this blonde, 30-inch, <laughs> maxed out face. You're going to get the work of God, okay? He's not looking... I have to be like this so that I can go and get those that I'm assigned to. I'm not, I'm not really called to the church. Can I talk to you? Come I'm on. not really called for the, to the church. And I had to understand that I was trying to fit in the church and it wasn't even called to the church. And wow. some of you under the sound of my voice, you're having a hard time understanding why, why won't my pastor let me speak in church? Why I got a word? Why are they always looking over me? You're not called to the church. You're called out of the four walls of the church. Mm -hmm. And some of you under the sound of my voice, you're going to have to establish your own platforms my god you're gonna have tangible oh soya glory you're gonna have to establish your own platforms because that is going to be the only way that your voice is going to be heard now let's talk about order though jesus we gotta rightly divide this thing prophet because this is a thing prophet pastor i'm talking about this this is the thing that kind of get people caught up 
you go and you hop from live to live, but you go seeking something. See, those who are content, they understand I can't open up myself to everything because right. I, don't, I don't even know how you prepared that. I don't know how you prepared what you're getting ready to release. I don't even know if you prepared it. I don't even know right. if you've been in the presence of God. Right. So for those who are content, this is one of the greatest things that a believer can have. Take the titles off contentment. When you are content, you understand. I don't have to chase down a word, but the word will come to me. Come on. I don't know how many times I've been in position where I have sought the Lord for something and he brought the word to my doorstep. Thus says the Lord to my doorstep. And so what happens is they don't have contentment and they have itchy ears. And so they're seeking something. And so what happens is. The power of impartation, it can work against you and it can work for you. Let's talk. Wow, that's good. Some of us don't want clean impartation. You'll receive anything. But there are a lot of perverse, a lot of perverse voices. Yes, true. There's a lot of perverse impartations. So now you're dealing with something. It's going to be confirmation for somebody on here. Now you're dealing with the spirit that you can't get off of you because you opened up your voice to a popular, you open up your ears to a popular voice and now there is an impartation that was released under the sound of what you were hearing and now you're trying to fight off something that they're carrying. That's true. I am very careful about who I let lay hands on me and who I let speak into me. As a matter of fact, I go to the Lord and I'll be like, Lord, hide me. Look, don't let them prophesy to me if it's not you and trust and believe I know when it's God. I am not open to everybody that says, I have a word for you. I have a word and I'm not looking for a word. Right. It's when you establish your own altar before the Lord, come on here. He will meet you at the altar that you have established for him. And he will meet you there. Every time there was an altar established, he showed himself. So what we need to get back to is we need to get back to establishing our altars before God and get to seeking him from in our altars. Build your altar in your home, your car, wherever you, you're going to build it. But but maintain holiness, you know, in reverence to that altar. Prophet, go ahead, because I know you got something you want. <laughs> First of all, you said something about contentment. I want to start there because this is going to help a lot of um people because you said that some people are frustrated because they they thought that their platform was in a building when literally it was always outside of the four walls and it's true because jesus said for all of us to go out for real for real nobody's platform should be inside of the four walls now they're not going to like me but it's the truth because at the end of the day even for the person who's supposed to maintain a pasture meaning a sheep which is the pastor that's still only delegated to, you know, the gathering and then for the, the teaching and the equipping, right? Because somebody does has to stay back. And I'm going to say one thing, how, you know, when it's a true pastor, it, they don't always want to stay back because they know that there's more, but the Lord knows what he's doing. And he's wise because everybody can't always be trusted with staying back because what it means to stay back. Oh, father, you got to be able to stay back without remorse. This is what I hear. Because sometimes when you get people, oh, because watch this, they ain't gonna like me. You, you Lord. Okay. Wait, when you're, because all right, we, somebody, I had a, a conversation today with Prophet Gunn, and we were talking about foundations, foundations. And he was asking me about literally um, 
what it looks like to build the apostolic hub. Now, I'm not going so much to the hub part, but what I really was like really zoning in on and helping him with understanding the foundations, I said, for real, for real, our foundation is here, right? We don't really read it. And when I say, I'm not saying it's cliche, right? Meaning that our foundation is here. But I said, the way that things are supposed to be built, meaning the foundation, you find it here in the word. So like, for instance, let's talk about the true apostolic foundation of a pastor. The job of the pastor is to attend to the pasture where sheep is. So that means literally that you're supposed to tend to a flock and not go outside of the pasture of where God has sanctioned for you to be. Can I say that the foundation is wrong when we decide literally as pastors to now go and to preach to other pastors that we have not been assigned to? Like, that's not our vineyard. Now, I know that the church may say, well, this is what the churches do, but that's not the foundation. You've never saw Christ because Christ was all five. You never saw him pasture outside of the, the 12 that he was assigned to because really his assignment was the 12. The other people just so happened to come along on the journey because when they saw him demonstrate, they could do nothing but follow. Right. But watch this. Those people that he demonstrated to, they didn't follow him, meaning they weren't walking along with him. It was still always the 12. Because his 12 was really his assignment. I'm I just want to stay here for a little bit because prophet, I don't think people understand the importance of building up the 12. Yeah. Meaning the people that is that are assigned to their voice. Because watch this, there has to be a people that can literally fulfill what it is that you were doing when you were walking the earth. That was the purpose. I'm going to foundations. That was the real reason why the Lord walked with the 12. Because they were the forerunners to continue the work after the ascension of Christ. Somebody has to finish the assignment. Type it in the comments. Somebody has to finish the assignment because after you're gone, after I'm gone, there has to be a stern 12 that's going to keep impartating into another set of people and into another set of people. And what we do wrong is prophet, pastor, apostle, evangelist, deacon, teacher, we don't attend to our own vineyard and build up the people that we have because watch this. I'll tell you how it works because see, it's different. You walk in, in another grace. So pastoring is not just your grace. That's just for a season. After the Lord sees that you've built up your pasture, now what apostles, authentic apostles do, now they go and build up other pastures that watch this that other people mishandled or didn't do the job to do. Because I'm going to tell you something. This is where offense comes in, in the body of Christ. People will be offended that you came in and you did something that they couldn't do when they've been there for years. But had you been tending to your pasture as a pastor, it's no offense to pastors. Pastors don't be offended, but you got to understand your role because if you understand your role, watch this, the Lord won't have to send another. Mm. And if he does, watch this, because I'm afraid of people that is against the fivefold, but they say literally that they're in Christ. There is no way that you can be in Christ, but you're against what he came with. He said, and to those I gave gifts, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, deacons. This is a part of the fivefold domain that Jesus gave. So if you're saying that you're under the guise of Christ, you cannot be against what Christ came with. Yeah. Because watch this. You're not going in, and I'm speaking for you because you travel. 
right? And I travel too, and I've experienced this as well, that people, Father, people will unfriend you because you came and you did something that they could not do and they've been there all along. But watch this. It's not that you couldn't do it. Maybe sometimes the Lord had you planted there to break up the ground until somebody else came that maybe had a greater grace, a greater measure to do something that maybe that was not in your measure because everything in the spirit operates off of capacities and measures. Everything is not your grace. That goes for all of us. Everything is not your grace. Everything is not your jurisdiction. There's some things e, that you can do that I can't do. There's some things that I can do that you might not be able to do because you know why we have different graces. But when we come together, watch this. I can use your measure. God can use my measure and we can come together and flip a nation because you know why we, we bring together something that we don't have apart, but together is greater. Yeah, I think that, you know, I want to comment on this because um, we don't compete. We complete. Come on. That's good. That is that is so good to me, because what we are finding now in the body of Christ is that a lot of people I see the competition and uh, the competition with 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 what voice um, is more powerful or which voice is more anointed and. And again, what God dealt with me with in this season is that we have begun to take ownership of what doesn't even belong to us. That have we forgot that in any given moment he can snatch the voice? Have we forgot that in any given moment he can take he can take the anointing? Right. And so um, I can I can say this from a for real place of having experienced what you're talking about. Um, There was an assignment that went on about a few months ago and um, I went in there and I went. The Lord told me, he said, you're going in today as the apostle. And I said, what? (laughs) And so (laughs) I went in as the apostle um, that day. And you have to understand that with the prophetic anointing, I'm talking about people that's under the sound of my voice. Um, Apostles go in, they tear down and reestablish and it it just is what it is. Right. And, and, and the prophet, the prophet does too. But there are different functions of that. And I don't want to get into all of that. But what I will say is from this particular assignment that I went to, um, it was very, the people had gotten familiar with the voice. They had become very familiar. Um, I had seen something I never kind of seen before in the apostolic ministry where all of these people were, um, (laughs) I'm going to say this, they were um, subject to the voice of Jezebel. and you know, you have, we have to understand there's a fine line, you know, between anointing and witchcraft. Yep. Teach. And, and, and listen, when you start taking the place of God in the life of people, God will send his true apostles and prophets in to redirect and reestablish. So this particular thing I had went, began to prophesy and, and work the works of Jesus in their midst. And some of the ladies after the fact, now I was restricted to an extent because in this particular assignment, the the pastor of the house was so territorial over, over her, her people. And what I realized is that she was territorial because she didn't want to be... Um, she didn't want to be exposed. She didn't want to be exposed. She knew 
that she was seen. And so um, God had given me some instructions. I obeyed every instruction the father gave me. And so after the assignment, because there was a hindrance there by way of her being there to block really what the Lord wanted to do, um, I had some of the ladies to reach out to me and they were like, hey, I need help. I mean, prophet, you name it, they were dealing with suicide. They were dealing with depression. They were dealing with they were dealing with like real life, like demons. OK, let me just be real about it. And so I was in a compromised place for a moment because I had to take it to the Lord. I said, Lord, um, free your people up, free your people up. And God began to speak to me. He says, I, I am redirecting them to reestablish them to a different voice. Jesus. It was so bad, prophet, that these ladies and men of God couldn't think for themselves. They couldn't. They were not listening to God. They were not. They, let me just say this in a nutshell. They were subject to the pastor's voice. What the pastor told them to do, that's what they did. If they thought about leaving, the pastor was like, when you leave, stuff going to dry up for you. You ain't going to get this. You gonna, I mean, I was like, what in the witchery is this? But come on. And so I'm listening to this and I'm processing all of this. And God is telling me, he says, speak my word. Tell her, speak my word, rebuke. So in the midst of all of that, I had to call the pastor up and the apostle up in front of their whole congregation and rebuke some things and set some things in order. And the Lord told me, he said, I'm going to at the appointed time, I'm going to give you a word to release. And I want you to not hold back on this word that I want you to release. And with all due respect, this is how I started it off. With all due respect, thus wow. says the Lord. And when I tell you everything that was said was true, but there was still a refusal and what the Lord has showed me in this, she and they're dropping down what's what's going, what was happening at this place. Um, I have some of my people on, and so I couldn't believe it. I was grieved. I was I was grieved. I was vexed. I could feel what the Father felt for the people. I could feel um, that the Spirit of the Lord had left the place of worship that they were at. And God told me, and He confirmed it so many times in this season. He said, "I'm going to send you on platforms." I'm going to send you to speak to people who are in um, disobedience and rebellion. I'm going to I'm going to allow you to be on their platforms because I'm going to allow you to redirect and correct. You're going to be and this is not just for me, but this is for people in the sound of my voice. You're going to be the saving voice. You're going to be that if they would hear the instructions of God through you and some of you prophets, you cannot be afraid. Here's the thing. Jesus, help me. Some of you have gone through very, very um, tough seasons of identity. You have been under voices that did not want you to know who you were in God. And they have it has um, through what they have spoken to you. It has literally shattered your confidence. God says, I have put word in your mouth. When you spoke the word, it was true. And you will see the word, the fullness of the word come to pass. But they wanted to make you feel like you did not hear God. I want y'all to hear God. They wanted to make you feel like you did not hear God. They wanted to make you feel like you were not anointed. They wanted to make you feel like your process was not a process of God. I even hear these words. I even hear some people saying, God don't move like that. That's not how God moved. But God says, I sent you there to tear down Demotama. Demonic altars. And some of some of you, because they refuse the word of God through you, because, oh my God, because, because you sat under their authority, because you sat under their covering, God says that he has to now take you into a place. You're in a season now called um, um, where God literally allowed, I said this to you a few months ago, 
where where the raven will will, yeah. will and feed you. You're literally under um your Jesus, help me. Some of you even feel the anguish from it. You're you're in deep distress because of what has just transpired in the, the last season. But God says, I am sending your help. There's going to be a revival and resuscitation that happens for you, said the spirit of the Lord, said the spirit of grace. God says, I'm going to breathe my ruha on you again, and I'm going to put my word in your mouth again. He says, as you go forward this time, Speak what I say, speak. He says, Etoma, Labatanda Baha, be not afraid of men in their faces. My God, be not afraid of men in their faces. This is what has happened to many of you in this season. The word is called timidity. They wanted to intimidate you so that you not know who you are. But there's going to be a grace and a confidence that comes out of you in this season. And some of y'all might as well apologize now for what God is getting ready to do. There's a new oil. I hear God. He says, there's a new oil. You're not operating off the old oil. And there's a new oil. Jesus. There's a new oil that is getting ready to hit you. That is getting ready to hit your life. And God says, there's a refining to even to the prophetic words that I'm releasing on your lips. Come on, some of you are getting ready to go into the depths of the prophetic. You, you're, you're literally going to go. I even hear people, even, even hear God giving people the, the gift of interpretation. God's going to allow you to interpret your dreams. He's going to allow you to interpret tongues. He's going to, uh, he's going to use you in interpretation. There's somebody on here who knows, like there was once a season where you were tuned into God and you could interpret God would drop it to you and tell you what it was. But people wanted to make you seem like you, people want to diagnose you, whoever this is for. I just feel this, Tamisha, prophet. There's been some people who have been labeled mentally ill because because of your process in God. But God told me to tell you that he's stripping those labels from you tonight. Jesus. He's stripping those word curses from you tonight. You are not that. Yeah, Sunita, receive it because it is God. It is God. It is God. It is God. Come on, it is God. The enemy wanted you, wanted you to lose your mind last season. He wanted you, glory to God. I feel this thing on tonight, prophet. And I'm really trying to... Uh, myself down because here's the thing flow flow every prophet every prophet goes through this season whenever there is an established a new established voice that comes in a place <laughs> the enemy will always unless unless it's a place that that doesn't mind or unless it's somebody who doesn't mind grooming and and nurturing and know and they have re they have the assurance and knowing who god has called them to be see this is why it matters what voice you submit to too because and i would tell you if you're looking for um a pastor or you're looking for an apostle to be connected to or if god has assigned you to a prophet you better wait on god to to tell you where to go because that setback ain't nothing to play with i am telling you it takes it takes the right person to pull you out of the pit. It's true. And some of you are getting ready to be assigned to your Naomi's in this season that are going to pull you out of those pits. Jesus. That are going to snatch you out. 
so that you can be reestablished and they're going to affirm you and they're going to impart in you and they're not going to be jealous of you. My God, they, won't be, they won't be intimidated about what you carry because here's the thing that, that this is what I do know about sons and daughters and, and, and midwives and, and apostles and, and all of that pastors or whatever you want to call it. Right. This is what I do know. I do know that the mark of a true father the mark of a true father is the, the genuine agape love of God. And a true father cares, cares about your purpose, cares about everything concerning you. And whatever they have to do to position you to get to that place in God, that's what they'll do. There will not be any hindrance or no delays. I speak that to everybody on the sound of my voice. No more hindrances and no more delays concerning your purpose, concerning your call. In, in what God has called you to do. Prophet, I'm going to turn it back to you. No, I want you to keep flowing. <laughs> you, you say what the Lord yeah. is saying. I am telling you. Whoever I, holds the word of the Lord, that's where we submit to. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, Prophet, this is what I will say. This is what I can appreciate. You said something a while back. I want go to go back to this. You talked about people hopping from voice to voice, right? The Lord dealt with me in last season with this. He started showing me how the enemy was slowly bringing um, division amongst um, true divine connections and those who he called. What I started doing, and I kind of had to pull back on my own too as well, I was frustrated with this. Lord, they can receive the word, but they can't submit to the oil. Woo, Father. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You can receive the word. You can acknowledge that it's a true word of God. It resonates with you. You know I'm real, but you can't submit. Jesus. And the Lord told me, he said, stop allowing them to deposit from you what they're not willing to deposit back into. Can I, can I speak to that? Yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it in a different way. Stop allowing withdrawals when there's no deposits. Come on. This is a double, a two-way thing. No man or woman of God that you say that God has assigned you to should never not receive honor back from you. That's right. And I was getting frustrated with this because I said, Lord, it would be people. Can I talk? Can I be real? No, this, people, this is a real place. <laughs> it would be people who had pastors. It Jesus. would be people who had prophetic voices but what you need what you need word for me for wow but you can hear god moving you you can hear god shifting you and you just refuse to to shift not because the oil ain't pure not because the the word ain't right but because you have a motive you have a motive and God is not going for that God is going to God is going to expose every motive and hidden agenda he will this is not the season anymore long gone are the times for you to connect with people because of clout because you want a position because you want a place because you want to be um, affirmed and ordained because you want all of this because you know y'all and y'all you know what woe to you who go to pastors and apostles and say, um, ordain me, I'm supposed to be this. Wow. 
Let me tell you something. Before an ordination even come, you are walking out and living what you're called to be. Before that's that. right. That's right. So that means that you're content with whether I'm ordained or not. I'm still in my rightful place in God. Some of you only want that because you want the validation of man. And yeah. God has not allowed it because he's trying to strip you from the validation of man. So you keep hopping from leadership to leadership, seeking out this one thing, whoever this is for. Mm -hmm. Come on. You keep going from leadership to leader, leader to leader, and you want to be affirmed and you want to go through this whole process and, and ritual and you want to do all of this. But God is not allowing it because he says you need to know who you are before that. Can you work the works of Jesus without having that? We don't just get up and, and, and get in a um, um, the pulpit. It didn't it didn't never matter if I was never ordained. I was going to do the work. Talk to me. There's some that are just that sold out. They say, God. Even if I don't have a paper, that's me. If, if I don't have an endorsement from man, God, you can still trust me to do the work. Can I tell you, before I ever had an ordination, I was established international voice without a paper. Jesus. Talk to me. God will, will confirm your call in the earth. You don't need a paper that says you are a prophet. Now, hold up. They're not going to like this. <laughs> Wait. Like they're gonna be like, wait, you're out of order. You're out of order. Jesus. <laughs> but let me help. Let me help some of y'all. Some people will intentionally hold back what rightfully belongs to you. And there are a few on here. Letha, I'm gonna speak to that. Kiosha, there are some of you on here, amen, who the Lord would not allow in the last season people to, to even establish you as that because he's doing something totally different. He's totally. breaking religion off of you. Mm -hmm. He's breaking religion off of you. You will and, know true Jesus. Go ahead, prophet. I just want to chime in really fast because the Lord said this function of an office that a paper can't prove because you have a lot of people you you're hitting on some things and I'm glad we're talking about this and I, I, I want to talk about it in a sober moment because uh -huh. there is an identity crisis in the body of Christ. Yes. Um, people do not know who they are. And God, but I'm going back to this word when you talked about contentment and there has to be a, a contentment because the reason why people aren't content because they don't really have real relationship is that true Jesus that you just said that we always talk about, because I'm going to tell you something when you have relationship, a paper is not even anything that's on your mind, right? Because it could be years before the Lord even says that I want anybody to come to confirm because this is the thing about apostles and prophets. Only heaven can affirm them. Right. Yeah. And man comes and they confirm what it is that the spirit of the Lord is showing them about a person. Yeah. I'll give you Samuel when he came to anoint David. Right. He only came to anoint him. And even Samuel was got it wrong because he was looking for a certain stature. And the Lord said, I'm not looking for none of those people. They're uh -huh. not the ones that I'm referring to. I'm referring to someone else. And it was someone else that didn't really look the part because we live in a day and time, too, that people go off of looks and not really ooh, ooh, the function. Uh -huh. Everybody that's Please. functioning don't really look the part. I'm just going to uh -huh. be honest. Listen. Um, and I know it to be true because I never forget this one time when I went to like a, a, a Kojic, uh, type of uh, like event, they were calling me evangelist and I wasn't even walking right with God yet. Like I wasn't in nothing. I was just there at the service and they were like, Hey, come sit over here with the evangelist because watch this. I had looked the part. 
I looked like that oh. I was an evangelist, but that I was not even, even though I am an evangelist. However, that was not like my grace at that time. I was not walking in anything except I was trying to build relationship. I feel like if people, and I said this in a sober moment, if they focus more so on building their character with the father and building that solid relationship, the father would build them. Because I'll tell you something. He'll grace you to go to some places that you won't even need a paper for. Because I'm going to be honest, this paper stuff that they're doing, yeah, y'all ain't going to like it, but I don't care because I don't care about your demonic systems that you operate in. Papers are a newly invented matter. Right now, I understand maybe why the reason of why people started to do papers, because you do get people now that come and they may say that, that I am this you know, and so really the paper kind of helps watch this, the people that can't see who's really not those type of people, right? So they can read the paper and say that they are. But what about the people who are like Simon the Magician that are trying to buy the papers? You're going to have to really like count on your discernment because watch this. When he said function of an office that a paper can't prove, just because you have a paper don't mean that you sit in that office. Talk to me. Let me let me insert something real quick. So I got to I got to make this relatable to something in the natural. So um, in college, you know, I'm sorority girl, all of that. Right. So we used to have these little options. Right. They would say, um, did you go through, you know, the real way or are you paper? And the people with paper were never respected. Let me talk to you. They were never respected because you took the easy way out. You took the you took the easy way out through the process. And then there were some who actually went through the full out process who can say that blood, sweat, and tears and oil. I, I deserve this. You know, there's some people that you can't see their wounds, you can't see their stripes, but rightfully so deserve to walk in these offices. And to me, even in, as we're, we're talking about this, I think about how many people are stagnant and have not proceeded with the thing of God because they're waiting on a paper. You cannot let paper trip you up. Yeah. I love when you said you are, you are first affirmed in heaven and confirmed in the earth. That is so true. Before somebody even come tell you who you are, God mm -hmm. should have already revealed that to you. And if God has not revealed that to you, this is the place where you need to be submerged in. Lord, who, who am I in you? This is what you need to find out. You need to establish your DNA and your identity with Christ first. Yeah. Right. Prophet. Because can we get a paper for servants? Since people want papers, I'm serious, because when you just talked about the DNA and establishing that of Christ, your first your first sanctification is a servant. Yep. And the thing is, I think we really don't stick to this foundation here called the Bible, because I'd rather be like Enoch, who walked the earth for 365 years, who walked upright with the father and only prophesied one time than to be a prophesier all of my life and be a liar. Right. Meaning that I've never Ooh. walked with the father or that literally when the Lord sees me, he says, depart from me. I never knew you people. Oh, father, I hear this. Tighten up more on your relationship than your call. Yes. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, it'd be pointless and it's a wasted gift. To be just called as something and good as something, but you suck at re like relationship with the father. And can I tell you that it's relationship that draws mysteries? 
Because I, I know one thing about the father that literally there's some things that a title can't do that only the spirit, the spirit man in the spirit can cause some things to come. Because in the spirit, yes. I'll say this, the father doesn't call us by our title. He calls us by our names. Does your name have weight? Does your name have weight with heaven? You know because what? literally, go ahead, go. Prophet, and then when you just said that, I heard God say, this is why I have to give you a new name. Jesus. This is why I have ooh, to give you a new ooh, name. Ooh, ooh, prophet, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Go, stop, go, go. Stop you. And I'm going to let you go back in. When you just said, this is why I have to give you a new name. I'll prove it to you with scripture because these people say, y'all just talking. No, we got scripture. Yes. When the Lord made Abr Abram at the time. Yes. The promise. You went where right I was going. <laughs> because we are connected in the spirit. That when he made him the promise of literally of he was going to be with child, he had to change his name. Watch this, y'all. Pay attention on Mrs. Revelation. Don't miss his mystery. From Abram to Abraham. I sat down with Holy Spirit and I said, Holy Spirit, because I spelled out the name. I said, what was the significance of the H? A. Holy Spirit said, go and look up the names of God. When you look up the names of God, you're going to find your answer. So when I looked up Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha is the only name of God that has H-A at the end. And it, it, it means the God who heals. Abraham's name had to be changed because in order for him to produce, he had to be healed. Jesus. So then Holy Spirit said, look deeper. When the Lord changed the name here, this name thing again that you said from Sarai, right? Sarai to Sarah, because what we do wrong is we think, watch this, that we're being so deep. We still call Sarah Sarai because we think it's Hebraic. It's not. There was a name change because even Sarah, name had to be changed from Sarai to Sarah. Watch this, who also had an H-A in it, but he reversed it to A-H because God had to reverse her situation because he works in reverse. So she couldn't have the H-A, but the A-H also too, she couldn't have the H-A because the H-A was given to Abraham who preceded her, who the promise was really given to, but she got a portion. Now, because watch this, a paper can't give you that type of revelation. Only the school of Holy Spirit. Come on. You can pay for seminary. I'm not against it for people that go. If you go, though, make sure that the Lord is calling you to go. Don't go because you just want a position. Because I'm going to tell you some things that a paper can't do. It don't give you access to mysteries. Go ahead. You know, when you were just breaking down the names, the Lord said this to me. He said, when the name changes, changes, I establish my blessing. Jeez. And I was thinking about Jacob to Israel. And... <laughs> This is so much meat on tonight. Listen, prophet, but God is, and then I know you talk about conversion a lot. This is when the change comes. This is when God establishes the blessing, amen, through the change, through the conversion, right? Um, I was talking to somebody, I was telling them, I said, they asked me, I was like, you know, how, how long you've been saved? And I remember when I was in religion, I was like, yeah, I've been saved since I was seven, you know, and I would. You know, I got baptized at eight and I would go through this whole thing, but I wasn't converted. I didn't go through conversion until I was 20 years old. That when something out of me, because I hungered and I thirst for a change. Come on. The word of God says, I know you're no longer an enemy, but I call you friend. There's a change there. There's yeah. a change there. And so when I sought change, 
God changed me. He changed, he converted me. And through that process of conversion, he established a blessing. But through the conversion, that was that that time for me to submit and say, God, I want to be just like you. So, so, so I, I was warranted the name change because I, I accepted someone. I was, a, I was adopted into a new family. Ooh. So when you're adopted into a new family, watch what happens. They give you an option sometimes as to whether or not, if you go through a full adoption, they'll say, all right, you can leave his first and last name, but you can leave his first name and middle name, but the last name has to change. So the Lord merely left me of traces of my mother and father. He left me with the physical evidence that I might look like my mother and my father. But my blood is Jesus's blood. Talk to me. There's a difference here. Prophet. Okay, come on. Can I say this really fast? Mm -hmm. See, I hate when we get together because it's just keep bouncing. <laughs> like, it, I already knew it was going to be a Holy Ghost mess. The Lord just, just showed me how we get our name changed because the Lord, he's not going to, because see, this is the thing about God. He doesn't have to recycle miracles. So we'll never get an, another again of Abram being changed to Abraham or Sarai being changed to, uh, to Sarah. But the Lord said that when he changes our name, remember you talked about this conversion thing, he gives us our identity. Yes. So really the, the name changes now in the title, right? Because you're no longer... Erica Montgomery. Now your apostle Erica Montgomery or your prophet Erica Montgomery or your evangelist Erica Montgomery, your pastor Erica Montgomery. Because watch this. You can only get the title after conversion. None of us knew who we were in God. Literally after we were converted. You did not know you were a prophet until that you were converted in him. Because I'll give you an example when you talked about literally of this conversion Ooh, thing and a name change, look at Saul when his name was changed to Paul. But a part of his conversion was that the Lord had to change his lens. Yes. That's why Saul, literally his eyes were blinded for three days. And Ananias had to go in literally to the house. The Bible says he was in the house of Judas. I asked Holy Spirit, why was Paul in the house of Judas? And the Lord said, because there had to be an exchange for a traitor that T-R-A-I-T-O-R -A -A for a traitor. T-R-A-D-E-R. -A -A there had to be an exchange because at this time they lost a disciple and Paul literally was taking the place of Judas. And watch this. His lens had to be changed. So when he went out, he could not see Jesus the same way that he saw him before. Go prophet. Because oh. people don't understand. The name changes of how the miraculous part of how literally of how our names change because some people do some spooky stuff they change their name to some like hebraic name and that ain't what god calling us to no. it's, it's literally your name changes now in your identity when the name of what he gives you of who he sees you and saw you as from the beginning go ahead yes you know what as you were talking <laughs> the lord said to to me he said and every time their name was changed, I appeared to them. Ooh. I Listen, he yeah. said this to me so clear. He said, I appeared to them. He said, they needed not a man to affirm what they were or who they now were. Because before he could even, before they could even, or a man could even reveal it to them, he affirmed it to them first. He appeared, yeah. he appeared. So the thing that we must ask God for 
is God appear to me, show yourself to me that I may know who you've called me to be. Yeah. Jeez. Think about it. He sent the angel of the Lord. Then he spoke. He said, your name is now. It was God every time. It was God every time. Mm, 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 mm. I need y'all to get, Jesus, I need y'all to get this. Look, listen. Take your time. <laughs> listen, it is something so beautiful about changing God. And I mean, yeah. like when I say an authentic change in God, um, I remember early on when I was, you know, walking on my walk, I felt like I had to do things externally for people to know that I was changed. And the more I performed, Jesus, the more I performed, the less people saw. Ooh. It wasn't until this thing was authentically birthed in me that people can say, I see the light of God. Yeah. I see the light of God on you. There's something different about you. That wait a minute, you don't do the things you used to do. Not not even from a self-control place, but because my desires are no longer there. And this is what many of you are going through right now. That you're you're struggling with trying to prove that you're anointed, trying to prove Father help us. that God has called you, trying to prove I'm a prophet. I know I'm a prophet. I don't miss. You're trying to prove. And God says, let this thing be authentically birthed through you, that you're content. <laughs> this is why Jesus. This is why he says set your face as a flint mm -hmm. he already knows there's some that won't receive you let's talk about Jesus Jesus went he was before the Sadducees and Pharisees they knew who he was case in point they knew who they who he was because they tested who he was and let, well, let me tell you what I mean by that they would say so are you are you the son of man he wouldn't even say yes I'm a son of man let me let me prove it he would say something sick like it is, it is as you said it. It is as you said it. He would not even, he would not, he wouldn't even waste his time. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all gonna get some deliverance tonight. Stop it. Stop Jesus. trying to explain. Everybody's not going to receive you. You gotta be okay with that. And Jesus even said it if they worship you or they receive you, you're false. Come on. So literally keep going, but it's supposed to be that way. Some, some of you are struggling, even I feel the weight of this on tonight, even with your families. You know that God's doing a new thing in your family with you, but you're struggling because the enemy wants to make you believe that things are not going to change. Like you, there is, and I'm going to start looking on this chat now because I want to just pinpoint people out. But you have been praying for um, people to be delivered, to be converted in your family. And you, you feel like you're in a place that no matter what you do, there are times when you hear the Lord say, speak a word to them and you go in obedience to speak a word. And it seems as though they don't receive it. God says that he's using you to water and to plant. Remember that he's given the increase. Somebody need to hear that on tonight. He's given the increase. It is God that's given the increase. And so God says, stop being frustrated, Linda. Stop being frustrated with the process. He says, "You." he says, I'm using you. He says, but yet what God has to do, this is one thing I don't want to explain is God has to prepare the vessel to receive you. The thing that the Lord has to do, he must deal with them first regarding rebellion, regarding disobedience. A lot of you are up against rebellion and disobedience. They can't receive you because they won't receive God. Jesus. 
So God has to allow some things to transpire, some things to, for them to go through so that they can say, okay, God, I'm listening. I deal with my daughter all the time. And when I, when I, she's three and I might say, Faith, I need you to do something. And she ignores me. And then I might be a little bit more um, stern in, in my, hey, Faith, do this. And then when I get a little stern, she'll say, okay, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening. And this is what's happening with some of you all as family members. God is, 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 is in this season. He's shaking things up. He's a little bit more stern than what he was last season because you've prayed, Lord, don't let anybody else die on my hand. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Somebody has prayed that, Lord, don't let anybody else in my family die on my hands, please. And so God says, now I've got to get a little bit more stern with them. But then when you go speak this time, their ears will be open to receive. Somebody has been in the cave in this season. One, I hear God saying this because you spoke a word in obedience to the Lord, but the backlash and the retaliation that you experienced from this word, it almost broke you. I literally see people speaking word curses and death threats over you. But the father told me to tell you, premature death is not your, you, you've even felt this thing in your heart. This thing has even gotten to your heart. You can feel the physical effects of this. It's gotten to your heart it, because it, it hurt that bad that, that those that would speak these things and do these things to you because the love that you have for them, it has now gotten to your heart. But God says, harden not your heart. Jesus. Harden not your heart. Harden not your heart. But the father is speaking this so clear. He says, if they did it to Jesus, They'll do it to you. Harden not your heart in this season. Prophet, is it okay if I start? Go, go, flow. I keep seeing Linda. Linda, you you are on the mind of God. You're on the mind of God. And God told me to tell you that in this next season, he is making the path clearer for you. He's making the path clear for you. God says he's going to give you strategic instructions that he's asking you to follow. But God says, hear this. He says, do not let your own person get in the way. He says, in times past, he says, you've gotten in the way of what I've wanted to do. You've gotten in the way of my plan. But the father says, allow me to lead you. I hear the scripture. He says, man has the plan, but God has the final say so. There are many decisions that are before you. And God says that as you lay these, these, these decisions out, he's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to show you which door he's going to show you. There's even um, in, 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 the, uh, in your circle, in um, who you're to be connected. You have not always chosen the right people to connect with. I hear God on tonight. He says, but I am going to open your eyes. I'm removing the scales. Because here's the thing. You are, um, you are a lover of people. But in seasons past, people have taken advantage and people have used you. So God says, I'm unscaling your eyes. I'm unscaling your eyes that you may be able to discern rightly who is for you and who is not for you. God says to guard your heart in this season because you will be able to see the truth. He says, I'm removing the scales. I keep hearing them. I'm removing the scales. I'm removing. Some people think that you are naive. Some people think that you don't see. 
Some people think that you don't really see them, that, that you don't really see their motives. But God says, I am removing the scales. And he says to guard your heart. He says, do not take it personal. He says, when you sought me, when you sought me and you said, Lord, remove everything from around me, everybody that doesn't belong. He says, this has been one of the hardest seasons for you because it almost feels like you are alone, Linda. But God says, I am with you always. I am with you. You're literally, you're literally going into relationship with Holy Spirit in this season. You're going to, you're they're going to be angelic visitations. There, there's going there's going to be supernatural signs of God. And God says, I am preparing you. He's he, literally, I see you likening to an evangelist, but God says that you are a prophetic voice. But I see you. I see you helping so many people. I see you like literally giving to, 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 to those who don't. I even see like your home becoming like a safe haven for people who, who, who don't have. Said the spirit of the Lord, said the spirit of grace. Linda, you cannot let your heart harden against what you're going through in this season with people. For the enemy has desired for this to be a season that you would get bitter. But I break bitterness off of your heart, Linda. I break bitterness off of your heart. And God, I ask that you would go in her heart tonight and that you would heal in Jesus' name. Linda, I want you to do something. I want you to lay your hand over your heart. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Work some deliverance. I command every cardiovascular wound. Hurt. Things that you, you unforgiveness. I command it to come up and out of you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus, I want, if I could ask this, if if you have been looked over, if you've been looked over this season and last season because of what you carry, I want to drop. I want you to drop your name, um, in this this chat because we want to just call out your name on tonight. Tatiana Matthews. Tatiana Matthews, Jesus, I want you to drop your name, drop your name, drop your name, drop your name. There, there are going to be some of you who they can no longer say that you're operating in pride. I hear that. Some of you have, have been misdiagnosed. No, it's not pride, it's confidence. Come on. There's a difference. There's a difference. It's not pride. It's not pride. They won't label you as that. No, mm -mm. you're not prideful. No, no, you're not. Come on. Some, some want to make you out to be rebellious. You're not rebellious either. I'm going to help some of y'all on tonight. God says to tell them that they're misfits. Some of y'all are misfits. You're not rebellious. You're, you're trying to fit in places that you don't belong in. You're trying to settle in places that God's not calling you to. Come on, because because as you as you all begin to drop your name, um, Amen, Prophet Kamisha, if it's okay, I want to um, prophesy to some of them. Franchelle, Franchelle, I hear the Spirit of the Lord God saying for me to tell you that He's getting ready to bring balance to your home. For the enemy has sought to cause confusion even in your home. Discord, division. 
But the father says that he's bringing balance to your, he's bringing balance back to your home. God says he's even bringing unity, unity back. I, I see God reestablishing unity back in your home. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There is an anointing, amen, um, on here for entrepreneurship too. Some of you have um, started the businesses and you have stopped because you have not seen the results that, um, that, it, that, that you knew it was to be. So I'll give you an example. The Lord told you to start the business and then the warfare came. You're not seeing any any um, harvest from what you have um, pursued in the Lord. You have, can I talk to some of y'all? Some of y'all are sowing into the wrong grounds. Jeez. God, tonight he says you're sowing seed into the wrong grounds. And then God says this after he says this, he says, and then you're sowing with the wrong heart. You're sowing with the wrong heart. You're sowing with the wrong heart. Here's the thing. Some of you have stored up seed, and I hear this for Kiosha. Kiosha, I hear God saying you have stored up seed for this season and the next season. God is telling me to speak this over you. He says for the next five years, you will eat off the seed that you just planted. There, there was just recently a big, like a, a, a an obedience that you released to the Lord. You released a, um, a seed, amen, that in obedience. And God says to tell you that you're going to eat off of this seed. You're going to eat. He says, while many will experience famine, he says, you will have plenty. Said the spirit of the Lord, said the spirit of grace. Yes, I hear God. He says to tell you this. He says, many of you are storing up seed for next season. You never know when the harvest is going to hit. You never know when the harvest is going to hit. And for some of you, harvest time is right now, said the Spirit of the Lord. Some of you literally are getting ready to experience supernatural harvest. Like things are going to be given to you. Things are going to be put in your hands. Things are Opportunities are going to present itself. God says opportunities are coming back to you. Tatiana, I hear God saying that. Tatiana Matthews, opportunities are coming back to you. Angel, I'm just going to speak this to everybody the Lord is saying. Angel, opportunities are coming back to you things that you missed out on literally i hear people speaking ill of your name behind closed doors angel my god you've even asked the lord angel what is going on with your relationships i want to speak to this tonight you've asked god god what is going on with my relationships what 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 is going on and i hear the spirit of the lord god saying that i desire to heal you from orphanism and abandonment angel Angel, the Lord is doing a work in your heart in this season. He says you will be healed from rejection. That's what I hear for you. Angel, if you can just surrender your heart to the Lord, and if you could ask God to heal, heal every wound of rejection. There's some things that go back to your childhood. God says, not just from your childhood, but even even in your marriage, said the Lord. Even in your marriage. He says, I desire to heal. Jesus, my God. I want to, uh, oh my God, prophet. 
Gina Wright. Gina Wright, your name keeps coming back. And as your name keeps coming back, I see different mountains, different spheres of influence that the Lord is getting ready to place you in. God says, I'm expanding your voice for such a time as this. I'm expanding you. I'm expanding you. I'm expanding you. God, there's getting ready to be some things that happen for you quickly. God says, I'm going to establish your voice in regions, different regions quickly. There's been some opportunities that you have been waiting on, some doors that you have been waiting to be open. Gina Wright, for you, God says, even now in the place of intercession, God says, I've set you as an intercessor. And I see you as one, as one who is guarding the gate of your city. For the Father will begin to wake you up. For the Father will begin to wake you up. And I see around 2.30 to 3 o'clock in the morning, you're just going to turn over. And God says, this, he's calling you to inter he's calling you to intercede and to intercept some things. Gina Wright. But God says, even now, as I'm prophesying, I literally see um different, I see the map, but I see like different arrows going to different places. And God is getting ready to move you out of this one region that you're stuck in. He says that your name will be known beyond this region that the enemy is just trying to subject you to. As a matter of fact, can I speak to what's happening in this region right now? There are some people who are very jealous of you in the region that you're currently in. So it almost seems like your opportunities in the current region that you're in is drying up. But God says, I'm opening doors. Even now, the doors are opening. The doors are opening. Divine connections for you in this season divine connections for you in the season gina and god says that when these doors open hear god he says they won't be jealous of what you bring through the doors there's some people who just can't handle the fullness of what you walk in and god says even in this place where you're still where you're still figuring out and you're still becoming who god has said you to be god says i have given you i've granted you access i've granted you access gina i've granted you access god says the scepter is in your hands i've given it to you he says the scepter is in your hand it's in your hands it's in your hands whatever you desire i'll grant glory to god there was um i want troynesha troynesha i might be saying it wrong hallelujah troy troynesha hallelujah Gina, that is the word of the Lord concerning you. Troynisha, 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 Lebedamando o Rabaside de Debeke. Jesus, I feel this, this thing. The Lord told me to tell you, Troynisha, don't be afraid of the next. God says there have been things that have been released over you that sometimes you don't quite measure or feel like you measure up to even walk into what God is releasing to you. There's sometimes when the enemy tries to talk you out of what God has said is for you. But God says to tell you that in this season, he is moving on your confidence. He says for have confidence. 
have confidence. Have confidence. He says it won't even be you. He says it'll be me. You. It'll be me moving through you. Said the Lord. He says trust in what I can do through you. There's some things on the table right now, and and I hear prophetic words. There are a lot of prophetic words that are hanging over your head. People have spoke. You are creative. I see this thing. You're creative. You're gonna do all of these big things. You're gonna. And you like, but but how? But when? But I, I don't even know how. And God says it's in it's in the place of it's in the secret place with Him that He's literally going to give you the ability to do it. It's gonna be supernatural. Tranesha, it's going to be supernatural that when you go to do it, I literally see you looking up YouTube videos right now to learn how to do a lot of the things that he has said for you to do. But God says to trust his leading. He's going to lead you. He's going to, and he said for me to tell you, do not be afraid to invest. He's going to release finances to your hands. He says, invest in the gift, invest in the gift. There are times, God said for me to tell you, do not mishandle the seed in this season. Pernisha, do not mishandle the seed. Let me help some of y'all on here. Don't eat your seed. Jesus. God says, do not mishandle the seed. He says, I'm giving seed to the sower. Do not mishandle the seed, Tranisha. For God says, invest. Invest in the gift. Invest in the next. Invest. Invest. I see you going through mentorship classes. You're going to learn how to do things. God's going to connect you with people. And then God says that I'm going to establish you that people may seek you out. You're going to be so skilled. There's there's somebody on here. God said for me to tell you, because you honored him with your tax business. Because you honored him with your tax business. Because you did everything integral. God says the one, the person that is trying to take your business out, I literally see an accusation concerning this business right now on the table. I see an accusation that was false concerning your business on the table. The spirit of the Lord, God says, (laughs) I have already (laughs) avenged you in the courts of heaven. Now you shall see the release of it on earth. God says, this thing is a done, this thing is done. This thing is done. This thing is done. God says, you don't have to worry about it. He says, you don't have to toil with it anymore because you honored him with this this tax business that I see. The last ending of it is like LC financials or whatever this is that I see. God says, because you honored me, I... I've already avenged you, said the Spirit of the Lord. You will see it. 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 You will see it on earth. I want to speak this to Kiara Wilson. Kiara, I want to speak this to you. Kiara, the Lord says that he's going to connect you with your Jonathan. He says, I'm going to connect you with your Jonathan. As sure as I be a prophet of the Lord, for what you suffered in last season, God says, I was preparing you to midwife. God says, the many drops that you experienced in last season, I was preparing you to midwife. 
Many have wanted to say that you were not who you say you are or who you are. God says, For every name that spoke against your name, I'm going to send. I'm going to send people to speak for your name. I will send people. I place people throughout the earth to affirm your call. There's like a knowing in this season. Like you like, I know who I am, but God is, God is going to send this confirmation to encourage you. Prophet. He's going to send, he's going to send this confirmation to encourage you. When you start going places, they're going to say, you are a prophet of the Lord. You are God's prophet. You are, you, God is preparing you for the apostolic. God's, God is a, God's preparing. And, and it's literally going, I see you bring into a place of brokenness before the Lord, crying before the Lord in complete thanks. God says for me to tell you, the enemy wanted this season to go different for you. But I see you crying out on the floor in your room to God, asking God to avenge you, asking God to restore you. The father said the darts, he says, even I heal the wounds. Even I heal the wounds from the last season. And as sure as I be a prophet of the Lord, I want to speak this to you. God says that I'm going to release a financial blessing unto you. He said, come double also. He says, press down, shake it together, run it over for you because of what you just went through this last season. God said, for me to tell you to rest in, know rest in knowing that your reputation will not be ruined. God said, your reputation will not be ruined because his reputation has no ruin. Ah. He says, I back who I call. Ooh. There is a blood covering around you, Kiera. He says, I bless your going out and coming in. And God says to even speak to this. He says, and nothing shall happen to you behind the wheel of a car. No anxiety, no, no fear behind the will of nothing. I just keep seeing the enemy bringing things while you're on the road. But God says nothing will come nigh your dwelling place. And your testimony after this season will be the enemy tried to kill me, but God. But God, but God, that will be your testimony. But God, glory to God. Um, I'm, I'm scrolling back up, prophet. Jesus, in da da Jesus, let me know that you're still on here. Let me say something to y'all on here. I, um, I want to, because I know, where you want to go with this? <laughs> where you want to go with this? Hello. I want to help some of you on here. I want to help some of you on here. Um, the Lord is showing me wounds in the heart. And before I got on here, God was speaking to me regarding cardiovascular wounds. And some of you have such a paranoia with even being close to people again, like even like allowing people into your space um, for trusting again. I want to help you all tonight. Um, 
the Lord is highlighting to me Ecclesiastes, where Ecclesiastes says um, that it's not, it's not good for one to be alone because um, what will happen if he's uncovered, right? True kingdom, divine connections, friendships, they cover. I want to speak this to y'all. Some of you have um, aborted some relationships and assignments because you were not healed. You were not healed. You were not healed. But I want you healed tonight. I want you healed because some of you um, have, have, me and Prophet Kamisha were talking about this tonight, that we we don't compete. We complete one another. We, we're workers um, and we're helpers one to another. We're helpers one to another. So when you understand that you are helpers one to another, you understand that um, we can be confident in who God has called us to be individually. We don't have to have we don't have to have any heart issues or feel any kind of way when we're together. But I want to speak this to you guys on tonight, you ladies on tonight. You have to be healed for what's next. You have to be healed for what's next. Somebody say, I received my healing for what's next. I want y'all to drop it down there. I want you to drop it. Because God wants to expose you and take you into rooms that you have not been in rooms in, in yet. He wants to take you and connect you with people who you have not yet encountered. The Bible says that in order for a man to make himself, in order for a man to make friends, he ought to show himself friendly. God is getting ready to reestablish your friendly nature. As simple as that is, right there. Some of you have been misdiagnosed. Some people think you mean. Some people think you... <laughs> you're, you're not approachable but god says i am god says i'm healing you and i'm also changing your disposition i'm changing your disposition he says where you once were hesitant about connecting with others i'm moving you and i'm i'm opening you up again to trust again some of y'all have even told god with some current relationships that y'all are in god if this one don't work i, I ain't doing it no more uh, like you have literally put a fleece out that you said lord if this one don't go right i can't do this thing again i can't do this thing again and i'm gonna speak to this there's some of you under the sound of my voice who you say it is better for you to be friends with people in the world because you don't have the drama that you have in church god says for those of you there's about three of you but that, are, that have been commenting tonight and i'm gonna speak to a few people but um god says that he is he's healing your heart for you to receive your help you all have to be open to receiving your help you have to first receive the help no longer will you block out your help you can't do this thing alone you can't do this thing by yourself no this is not the season that we're in we don't build alone come on we build together come on when the prophet was building the wall, he didn't build by himself. The Lord sent laborers, he sent workers, he sent people who were gonna help him build, who were gonna stay focused and build, who understood the assignment to build. That's what God is doing for you. He is sending people who understand your assignment to build. But through the relationship, it's gonna start off as built, it's gonna start off as strictly a God thing with just the assignment and the work. But then God says, I'm gonna allow you to develop some authentic relationships from that. So some of you are so close off that I even hear these words. I don't want no friends. Yeah. I don't want no friends. Now, I don't even like ladies. Uh-uh. I can't deal with church women. That's, the, <laughs> that's what I hear. And I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing because the power of women together. 
I was at a um, um, a friend's house in Jersey. Um, and when I went to her house, literally my baby, my spirit leaked. And I said, when I walked to your house, I felt like we just had a, a Mary and Elizabeth moment. And she said to me, she said, she said, I feel the same thing. And I said, well, what are you, what are you going to confirm? What, what are you getting ready to confirm for me? Get, you know? And she said, well, what are you going to confirm for me? And I understood, yes, Mary and Elizabeth, they were relatives, but here's the truth. We all in some way are connected. We all are related. This is what I love about it. Okay. You are sister in Christ. You're my sister in Christ. Listen, God is looking for women to be authentic, to be authentic. But there is something so powerful that happens when women, women of God get together. And the devil in hell knows that if I can sabotage relationships amongst women in the body, I can stop the work of God. I can stop them from pioneering and building. If I can keep them jealous, if I can keep them envious of one another, I can stop the building. Yep. And that's just, that's, that's where God wants to heal prophet. I'm going to turn it over to you. And then however you go, we go. <laughs> Listen, you're flowing. I, I don't have anything to interject only because when the, the Lord is speaking, we adhere, we submit and we obey. But what I do want to do, um, and I'm going to let you to continue to flow. I want everybody to begin to sow because we want to sow into Dr. Prophet, um, Apostle, Evangelist, Pastor, Teacher, Deacon, I'm going all five um, tonight. We want to sow. We've been sowing every week into all of our speakers. No speaker will go not having being sown into. So I want you guys to begin to sow. I want literally you guys to get, I need 20 of you to, to get as close to $50 as you can. And the rest of you, if you can match it or get at least close to $25, because we want to sow something tangible into her tonight. We cannot, nobody here, and I tell y'all this every week, nobody has asked for an honorarium presenting anything, but we do believe in honoring the gifts, the voices that the Lord has sent. So I want everybody under here, under the sound of our voices to begin to sew. As you're sewing, you can put a check mark in the box, um, literally, because we want to sew into Prophet Erica on tonight for literally, we can't pay her. We can't pay her for what she's worth. But literally, we want to literally show our love and affection for what it is that she's pouring out. And I know you guys are benefiting from what it is that's happening here on tonight, Linda. And the reason why we're asking for your check marks so that we can pray over your seat, Linda, may your house be full and never empty. Because I don't believe in people literally sowing and not speaking over people's seeds. Sometimes people sow and people don't speak over people's seeds. And there's a blessing over literally pronouncing prophetically over people's seeds. So I want to literally, if you're sowing, Put a, a green check mark in the box so that we can speak over your seat. Um, Tronisha, may your house be full and never empty in Jesus' name. Um, Erica, as there's someone, you can continue to speak on whatever your closing marks. Letha, may your house be full and never empty. Well, hold on. Sierra, may your house be full and never empty. Kara, may your house be full and never empty. 
Kiosha, may your house be full and never empty. Sharonda, may your house be full and never empty. Latitia, Tish Nelson, may your house be full and never empty. Um, I'm going to tell you guys something important, too, because Nancy, may your house be full and never empty. Because if you know anything about us, Erica's not a person that's big on seeding. She gives more than she actually uh, takes. And if you know anything about myself, I'm, I'm, I don't post the cash app type of information. But what I had to learn was this. And there's always a timing and season when it comes to sewing. That sometimes you'll do it, the people a disservice when they can't literally pour into your ground. Because sometimes we, we people that could be humble, we won't allow people to sow into our lives. And I had to be broken from that, too, as well, where a prophet had to tell me, listen, if the people want to honor, let them honor. Don't yeah. let the people not honor because you guys literally can benefit from this ground. You know, not just mine, but hers, too. I'm going to speak over y'all. I see y'all names. And so literally, I want to encourage you guys with this. A seed never leaves you. You got to know principle behind what it means to sow. And this is why when the Bible says that God gives seed to the sower, it's for those people who have the heart to sow. So if you're ever looking literally for the Lord to increase you in the measure of abundance, because abundance is not just money, it's wealth, it's life more abundantly, you got to become a person that's willing to give. The more that you empty yourself out, and I'm not saying go for broke, but the more that you empty yourself out, the more that the father can give you. There is money that is literally being held up in the spirit, just waiting for people who have the heart posture to sow. I'm serious that literally Erica could have a blueprint and need a million dollars. And there's somebody on here like, oh, uh, let's say Prophet Monique who may have a heart posture to sow and because the Lord can trust her with money that he'll put the money in her hands and then lay prophet Erica's name on her heart and say, now give her the money and watch this. The money won't go overlook from you because you'll keep getting more because God can trust you. It's a spiritual law. This isn't a church, a, a church law is a kingdom law. This is why Oprah and Ellen and all these people can gain uh, wealth because they know the art of giving. The more that you give out, the more that it has to be given back to you so that you can continue to give. So I want to say that, too, at the same time, because sometimes people are just sowing just to sow. But you guys are not doing that. You're sowing one because you're you're in honor of the father, too. But also you're honoring the vessel as well. And two, from the harvest that it produced just from sowing in general, everybody should have a practice of sowing, even if it's food. I always teach my students this. Even if you're going to the market, literally, you buy yourself some food, you should get your neighbor something too. Because this is really the full measure of sewing. It's not just money. It's tangible things. So that's important. I want to um, pray over really fast. And then, Sonetta, may your house be full and never empty. Kendrea, may your house be full and never empty. Monique, may your house be full and never empty. Um, unpacking with Chesetta, may your house be full and never empty. Um, pursue may your house be full and never empty. Erica, you can continue to speak. We're yeah. gonna wrap I'll, up. Go ahead. You, you want to wrap up? No, you're fine. Say what you what you want to say. Um, I don't want you to feel like you know. But I got you. You want to say? Go ahead. I got you. Um, Brianna Nicole is Brianna Nicole still on um live when when you were um speaking blessings over people, I saw her name um, pop up and I wanted to release a blessing over the 
ministry that God has called her to. Um, I want to speak to that. Um, it's almost like, and I want to see if she's on. It's almost like I see God um, handing her a torch to run. She's here. She's here. Okay. And um, I literally see you putting it down. Like almost like you felt like the weight of what God was calling you to was too hard. And God says in this season, I'm sending people to midwife. I'm sending people to midwife you to the place. And I literally in, in the spirit, I see a track, but I see you in position posture to take off at the sound of the um, the signal to take off. And God says, this time you will run, but you will run, you will run with a stride. And God said, mm -hmm. and nothing, nothing will stop you this time. Mm -hmm. There were some distractions. There were some hindrances along the way um, that came in the form of relationships and that came in the form of count. I see many counterfeits on your trail, Jesus. many counterfeit spiritual parents. I see just so many people who had um, a plan and what they wanted you to be connected to them for. And it was to take advantage and to use you. And this caused you to lose your momentum. But God said for me to tell you that this time you're going to run and you're going to complete you're going to finish the race. I hear God saying you're going to finish the race and nothing will stop you or trip you up. No more counterfeits. No more counterfeits, Brianna. No more counterfeits. No, I just hear God saying, God says for me to say this. He says, counterfeits scatter. No more counterfeits. And anything that wants to camouflage itself as God in this season of your side, your in this season of your life, God says no more, no more camouflage, no more counterfeit. But the Lord God told me to tell you, even as you put no more counterfeits, the Lord said for me to tell you that you will not settle for positions that you have been elevated from. It's like the enemy keeps wanting to drag you back to a place. Even when I hear things being spoken against your character, people are coming against your person, against who you are. But the Lord God says, there's going to be some things that are going to be exposed on your behalf. Some people, God says, you don't do the exposing, I'm going to do the exposing. Dear God, God says, you don't, you don't expose. I'm going to expose. It is God who exposes. God says, everything, everything up on, on your trail, on your path, God says that he is literally going to expose what's not like God. What is God? What, what is not like God? He says he will do the exposing. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about the subtle attacks. Don't you worry about the things that are coming against you. For God says, I will expose it god says in this season i don't know you're just saying lord prove prove to them that i'm a good person god says for me to tell you no no stop don't let that be your prayer god has already handled it he's already handled it he's already gone before you concerning this he says stop asking him to prove that you're a good person god says because i'm getting ready to prove that you are a god person god is refining your character in this season and he says your integrity you will do things integral before the Lord. You will honor the Father in everything that you that you do. And this is what, what this is when God will endorse you 
and he will put his seal upon you as a son and daughter. He will affirm his character in you on the earth. This is what God is saying for me to tell you tonight. There was, um, I'm going to just um, prophesy to this one last person. I want to go where you're going, um, prophet. Mm -hmm. um, Sarita Lane. Sarita Lane, are you on here? Yep, she's here. She's here. Okay. The Lord says that in this season, he's trusting you with more. He says, but I'm going to give you the balance with more. I'm going to give you the balance with more. Things have been off balance. Like God has entrusted you with a lot of things, but you have not known how to balance it all. And so God says balance is coming to your house. He's going to grace you in the season. It's like almost like you're saying, Lord, it's not it's not enough hours in a day for me to even do all of this. And I literally see um, where where the enemy would want to impute upon you a, um, a slowfulness, like where you just like it's so much that I, I can't even do nothing like this is what's happening with you. It's so much. God, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. But God says balance is coming to you in this season, Sarita. Sarita Lane, balance. I hear the word balance. I hear the word of the Lord God saying balance, balance, balance. Um, I want is um, Jesus. I'm going back to the name. Lebe sonda lebe endo osola bakaria. Lebe ndele bende asudai. Lebe ndo oroso bataya. Le setenda arasunda lebe dasu. I saw um, it just went. Um, I go ahead, prophet. Okay. I want to also do this because the spirit of the Lord said to do this because literally I heard him say double honor, double honor. And so what I, and I heard this number and what I need for everybody to do we're going to personally sow into Prophet Erica um, Cash App. I want to stretch you guys. I believe in the stretching because sometimes that literally when, the, when we stretch certain things that happen, literally it helps for an increase of capacity. And she deserves this double honor. I heard it. The Lord said for everyone that is still here, I need everybody to sow $10. Everybody to personally sew $10 into her personal cash app because there's also something to of sewing directly into the person. And the Lord said double honor for everybody that is on here. So there's 48 people that's watching. I need to stretch you guys. The Lord is stretching you guys, not me, to sew personally also into look, Sonetta confirmed. She said the same number I heard because I that y'all know. I'm not a numbers person. I don't do the numbers business. But if I hear something, I'm going to say what the Lord is saying. Everybody stretch yourself. The Lord said so $10. Put a check mark in here so we could speak over your seed. But the Lord said so $10. It's a double portion. I'm trying to tell you. And today, Father, I thank you. Is the 15th and five is the number of grace. There's a double 
portion of grace that's being bestowed on tonight at 10 o'clock p.m. on September. Nine is the number of finality in the year 2022, which is doubled. Listen, so, Sonetta, I see you. May your house be full and never empty. Kiosha, I see you. May your house be full and never empty. Erica Ferris, may your house be full and never empty. Come on, stretch, y'all. Stretch, 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 stretch. I'm trying to tell you, this is not for naught and not for nothing. May your house be full, Letha, and never empty. Tatiana, may your house be full and never empty. Nancy, may your house be full and never empty. Sharonda, may your house be full and never empty. Trio, I'm trying to tell you, this is the Lord. Jesus. I'm trying to tell you, this is the Lord. Triosha, may your house be full. Trinisha, excuse me, and never empty. Um, okay. Righteous Bay, which is Lynette, may your house is full, be full and never empty. Um, Aisha, may your house be full and never empty. Kendrea, may your house be full and never empty. Sierra, may your house be full. Father, we thank you for true prophets that truly do hear from the Lord. Linda, may your house be full and never empty. Pursue, may your house be full and never empty. Brianna, may your house be full and never empty. Deirdre, May your house be full and never empty. Sharita, may your house be full and never empty. Dana, may your house be full and never empty. Nicole, I see you. May your house be full and never empty. Jasmine, Father, we thank you. I'm serious. Yeah. Hear the Lord well. Jasmine, may your house be full and never empty. Britt, Carla, may your house be full and never empty. Franchella, may your house be full and never empty. Andrea, may your house be full and never empty. Shakita, may your house be full and never empty. Jacoria, may your house be Father, we thank you and never empty. Sherry, may your house be full and never empty. Monique, may your house be full and never empty. Letitia, may your house be full and never empty. Stretch, y'all, stretch, stretch. Sarita. I see you. May your house be full and never empty. Unpack it with Chazetta. May your house be full. Dior, may your house be full and never empty. Mimi, may your house be full and never empty in Jesus' name. Stretch, y'all, stretch. I'm serious. There is a double portion. If you know anything about me, you know how the Lord moves when it comes to the heavens with heaven's economy. I'm not going to say anything. First of all, we ain't going to lie on God. Now, I'm, I'm afraid of people that do. There's many people that do it. But the one thing that Kamisha H and I know Erica Montgomery is not doing, we're not lying on the father. And I, I know the Lord will always confirm his word with another prophet because there was a confirmation. Sarah, may your house be full and never empty. But also the fact that, watch this, when we said, Father, I thank you that God gives seeds to the sower, you had it to sow because your heart was willing to give. And that's how the Lord is. That's how he is. That's how he is. And she is a person, literally, for your husband, Sharonda, may your house be full and never empty. Look, even the husbands are so, and that's not even on the live. May you, that's how you know it's true, Jesus. May your house be full and never empty in Jesus' name. Listen, first of all, wow, Father, <laughs> I, I just I just feel because I'm going to say this publicly and, and out in the open um, because a lot of people, they they do they do not know this. But I'm going to tell you one thing that I know about Prophet Erica and how legitimate that she is, not just as a person in her call, but as a covenant connection, because I can tell you even myself. She has shown herself literally when I came back, a lot of people don't know, but when I came back from Jamaica, I had nowhere to go. I literally lost everything 
because of me being mantled with international. And literally when I tell you, Prophet Erica, I literally called her and it was without a question and without a doubt. I feel emotional just talking about I know. Prophet Erica, when I tell you the Lord sent her to save my life, and this is the reason why you need prophetic company. And the first thing she said to me was, Kamisha, come to Texas right now. Come to Texas right now. Literally, I want you to come to Texas. And when I tell you she hosted me, she hosted me with honor. And I'm going to tell you what she did. She poured life back into me because I spent those two months there interceding for somebody else's freedom and was drained. Somebody said, well, so for four people to God be the Lord. I'm trying to tell you, I hear the Lord. I hear the Lord. And when I tell you that Erica, not only did she pour into me spiritually, but she poured into me financially to help me seriously, to give me somewhere to go after everything was depleted from my funds, from helping somebody else. Listen, when I tell you, cause I'm not afraid to say it out loud, a prophet deserves its honor, not just a prophet, but a friend, a friend indeed, because literally there's not many people that will go to bat literally and would do those things. And I'll, I'm happy to say when somebody came and needed the same thing from me, I was able to do what you did for me for them. Amen. <laughs> so literally somebody else said I was so for one person to God be the glory. So when I heard I heard the Lord say double honor. Because that's what she literally said to me. She said literally that this was your year of double honor. And everywhere that I went, people <laughs> honored me double. I never forgot the words that she spoke into me. So I say all of this to say, I know this woman of integrity. There's not many people that I can vouch for that I can say that literally that this person truly God's hand is on. This is his finger. This is God's prophet. There's not many people. And she knows me. I'll be quick to say, nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. But literally, I, I literally honor, I honor you. Amen. I honor you. I honor you. I honor you with all of me, literally, because not for what you just did to me, but just from the connection from the beginning. From the beginning, it was from the beginning and from the moment that we met. And I said, Hey, can you come on to Dope Girls Pray? And literally, it was like, Yes. And <laughs> Plowing ever since Nancy made your house be full and, and never empty. We've been plowing ever since. And there's not too many people that I call covenant connections. And she know that. Yeah. Not too many people. I, I probably can count on one hand yep. of the prophetic company that I will say literally that these people are covenant, that these people are here to stay. These people are divine connections. And I pray literally that the father restores everything back into you that you have given out into those people, to even those people that try to hurt you, that try to slander you, that try to drag your name, literally, even though all of it, the Lord said that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called for his purpose, because all of it is going to work for you. And this isn't a friend thing, a friend code. This is a God code because heaven knows you and heaven backs you up. And I will always, always affirm who God says that you are publicly, secretly. I don't care where we are in the world. We can be stranded in the middle of a boat. <laughs> and I would say not Erica, because literally I know who the father said that you are. 
Amen. I know who you are. I know that you are God's mouthpiece, bigger than a prophet, an apostolic reformer. I pray that everything that you touch prospers in Jesus' name. I pray more land, more increase in Jesus' name. I pray that heaven economy begins even to open up on tonight, that it will spring forth, that the millions, the billions, the trillions will begin to literally be released for the blueprint of what it is that God has called you and your husband to do and to build. I pray even, Father, I hear it, that he said this is the season of loyalty. No longer will you have to test connections of people that are coming for you. The Lord says that I'm going to give you a solid 12, and these solid 12, you will flip a nation. The Lord says, he said, you will no longer have to test who's for you and who's against you. He said, because literally in this season, I am sending the solid. I'm sending the solid. I'm selling the solid. He said, because it's for solitude. You need this for solitude. The solid 12, the solid 12. And it is so, and it cannot be reversed. I even cover your womb. I pray literally that everything that's been bubbling up spiritually and naturally that you begin to produce the more greater, 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 deeper measures. Father, I hear you deeper measures of mysteries, revelation, miracle signs and wonders begin literally even the more. Father, we hear you. He said the mysteries of Jesus the mysteries of Christ. Father, we even oh, ask you even now to open up the territory, the dimensions literally that are attached to the territories. So now we even bind every territorial spirit that is working in advance and op opposition literally to make sure that you don't enter into the region. But I see your foot tiptoeing even on the land right now for the word of the Lord says that everywhere your footsteps now become subject to under your feet. I pray that demons tremble they tremble from the sound of your coming even for the places that your foot can't step your horn will your horn will for the lord says that you are my voice you are my voice you are my voice ah i hear this i hear this i hear this i hear this texas has to pay you texas has to pay you he said shall spring forth yes spring forth Texas has to pay you. Hallelujah. And every land that you go to will give you double. Yes, Lord. Double. Double in Jesus' name. Yes. Double in Jesus' name. For it is so, and it cannot be reversed. It is prophetic. Yes, ma'am. As you were as you were releasing, um, I receive I receive it. Everything. Jesus. Um, as you were releasing, um, I literally had a vision of you in this building. But in the building, God's gonna God's gonna give you the access to the building. But I see like different like doors, and in the building, like you're gonna like in each class or each room in the building, it's gonna be for something. You're gonna be establishing something else. It's like I'm under Osodabaya. I hear the word real estate, and God says I'm 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 moving you in this season as an you're gonna. Operate as an investor in this season. You're going to invest. You're going to invest. You're an investor. But this building that I see, it's like almost like it's multi-purple. It's like a multi-purpose. Like it's so many things going on in this one place. I see you operating your business. It's like I see counseling over here on this side. I see like these different workshops and rebuilding, like all this different stuff. And then I see you dealing with money in one part. 
So it's like all of what God is allowing you to touch in this season. And I hear God saying, this is a season you will hire. You're going to have people working for you. Jesus. You're going to have people working for you. You're getting ready to like draft paperwork to hire people on to work for you. They're going like you're literally going to be cutting checks to like your staff. This is where God is moving you to. God says, because I'm going to free up your hands again. I'm going to you're, you're going to land the contract, but you're not going to do the work. God says, but you're going to release it to people that you can trust. So he's going to send trusted workers to you. I hear God trusted workers to you that you won't have to micromanage that won't drop the ball. And even now, as you begin to release the word over me for the solid 12, the Lord told me to tell you, <laughs> he says, <laughs> Oh, watch what I love about this. When Jesus went to the different regions, there were people who put down their work and their labor with what they were doing, and they automatically followed to serve. This is what's going to happen. Every region you go in, you're going to have a daughter or someone assigned. Like you like you said, God's going to give me a solid 12. I literally see you going in different regions. And like literally when you go in a region, it's going to be like every time you go and you're going to start – you're singing now, but God says every time you go somewhere, it's going to be people that say, no, I'm supposed to follow you. Jesus. No, God told me that I'm assigned to you. You're literally, and, and, and you're, <laughs> it's going to expand so quickly. You're going to say, Lord, what am I supposed to do with these people? What do I do? What do I do with them? Lord, they won't go with anybody else. I won't go with the, and, and they're going to tell you, we're not going anywhere else. Jesus. We're not going anywhere else. We're not going anywhere else. And God says, He's ah, Jesus. I see this for you. Literally, there are going to be so many different apostolic hubs. I see God even in Atlanta. There's great work for you to do in Atlanta. I don't care what door closed before. God says it's going to open back up again. He says, I'm going a different route in Atlanta. I see DC. I see Florida. He says, thinking not strange you put your feet on these soils. I'm building something. So Florida, you're going to have a hub there. And all of this is going to be like set up. But the access that this building is getting ready to give you, God says, when you go to sign the papers, it's going to be, you're not going to have to pay anything. You're going to sign and God's going to give you access to it. He says, I've got to go a different way. He says, yes. That was a door. For, that was a door. But I'm going a different way. I'm going a different way with you. He says that right now you can't even contain the full measure of the vision. There's so much more. There's so much more. I just hear God saying, "There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more." And then I see you doing some things in New York. It's like you're literally bouncing. It's like you're gonna dominate on this side, and then I see the map. You gotta shift all the way over here. You gotta go to Cali. There's gonna be work you're doing, but it's like you're gonna dominate over here. God says in the regions where they where the witches and the warlocks did not want your name known. Jesus. He says, this is the season where your name will be known. Hi. Your name will be known because his name will be known. Jesus. I can trust you. I can trust you. And many will come to you. He says, you will even counsel leaders in ministry who you feel like whenever you're like, y'all already established. You got your own thing. Like, why are you seeking me? And God says, they're going to seek you out. People who are already established. 
people who already look as if they got it. They're going to seek you out. And God says, you will counsel. You will counsel. He says, and you will break strongholds off of their life. You will minister. You will minister them back to a place of healed. There are going to be some people in ministry who say, I don't even want to do this anymore. They've given up. They've thrown in the towel. They've, they've dropped their mantles. And God says, by your hands, you're going to help them pick it back up. And they're going to commit to the work of the Lord again. God said, he says this loud increases to tell her, I can trust her. I can trust her. I can trust her. More inventions. I see you creating things, ideas to creations. That's what I hear the Lord saying. Idea to creation. You're going into a season where you're getting ready to patent things. Literally, you're like, wait a minute, I got a patent this, like, because I don't need nobody taking it. And you're going to be so quick, you're going to be like, okay, Lord, all right, give me the money for it. He's going to cause people to sow it to you. You're going to patent things. You're going to patent things. But for the work of the Lord, literally, there's going to be some things established in Dubai. Lebedanda asunda anda astoria. I see it. I see rabanda anda asuda. Lebedando sudande eso. And God says, not even COVID could refuse you. Because even now in the Netherlands, I don't know what this is, but I literally see you. You're getting ready to go there like really soon. Because they have what you need. Lebedanda, they have what you need. Rabasa. And it's going to be like this, this, this crusade. It's almost like this is the type of stuff that the Lord is preparing you for. Crusades, and God says, you, you can do it. Crusades, that's what I see for you. Crusades, and it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. You're literally going to be so humbled at who the Lord puts you before. And it's going to be this thing. You're going to say, I knew that I was going to have this opportunity. It's going to be so humble coming from you. But it would have, in your mind, you would have been like, okay, that's that was far-fetched. But God's like, expeditiously, I'm doing this quickly. I'm doing this quickly. He's going to put you before people of influence. You will have the word in your mouth for people in offices. Where people would not have access to. God says you will have access, granted access, and they will be able. It's going to be people in the secular world who say, this is my pastor. This my this my spiritual mom. You're wow. going to be like. Wow. Like, you're going to be like. Wow. It's going to be so humbling. But they will glean from you. Because God says, you know how to go in and come out from amongst them. You're going to be so transparent. And this is going to be the thing that they appreciate about your ministry. But I see you dominate in the secular world. You are not for the church. I see people with tats. I see people who don't even look like the church that you're going to raise up. And their identity will be established. DNA, they will know who they are. And they're going to be prophets. You're going to birth out so many people who are going to be apostolic and prophetic. That in the end, God says, and they will come back to honor you for the labor, for the labor. Said the Spirit of the Lord, said the Spirit of grace. I want to release that over you in obedience. Amen. In Jesus' name. Erica. <laughs> Whew, first of all. I knew us coming together, this was going to go crazy. Crazy. <laughs> That's all I knew that it was just going to be crazy. But I want to say to God be the glory. To God be the glory. 
literally um, for everything that has happened here on tonight. It was it's so much confirmation. Um, and I want to say this publicly really fast, because even when you were talking about the Netherlands, that's where my intercessor is from. You she lives in the Netherlands and her and her sister always have dreams of me coming there. And they said in the dreams, I was there teaching, like it was like revival. So when you said that, because I know that I'm supposed to go there very soon. So I I mean, you've never had that conversation. So I know for sure, for sure that everything that you said, because even when you were talking about um, hiring people, I'm literally in the transition with my business of hiring a profit a close friend of mine to do the the branding part. And I'm on, people don't even notice I, on my website. I took off everything with brand. I only do websites now. I don't do nothing else. And literally, he's the person. And I was like in testing to see how he was going to do. Like if he was going to be responsible, you know, all this stuff that was going to be the branding part. So everything that you said, because we don't talk every day. So this no. isn't prophecy from conversation. No. Um, this is really the word from the Lord. It really is the word from the Lord. Everything that you said, because the one thing prophecy does, it comes to confirm. And the Lord, one thing about true authentic prophets, we don't look for prophecy because we sit with him so much. First of all, we don't even want another prophecy because Lord, (laughs) my back from what I'm already doing. I'm not even worried about another. I'll be telling people, don't even prophesy nothing else to me. But this was literally just confirmation to everything of like I've been writing down that the Lord has been saying so to god be the glory listen did y'all enjoy tonight i need y'all to put some praise in this chat tell us how literally that you guys enjoyed this virtual experience we have one more week literally next week we're going to have dr regina archat apostle archat um who's going to be on here um and we'll be closing out the this month um, of the virtual experience of the not plastic mentorship. Brianna said, I did. Thank you all. I see your praises that you're putting in the chat because it's very, very greatly appreciated. Aisha said, much revelation to God be the glory, to God be the glory. I see all of you guys' comments in here, literally. And we want to thank um, Erica's team who always literally helps her out um, when she does her assignments or whether it's virtual or, or whether it's face to face. And even where's my girlfriend, Joy? Who she took, she <laughs> took so much Okay. She took so much care of me when I was um, down there in Texas. And I said, literally, I love her forever because she literally has your heart. They all do. But Joy, I, I have to honor her publicly because she took so much good care of me. When I was down there, um, literally, I love her forever for her hospitality. Um, And I love the father that he thinks that much of me when he sends people that do honor me in that way. So I just wanted to thank Joy publicly because Joy was a joy. Her name really matches her. I'm on his feet. (laughs) (laughs) And, And Pastor Prophet Aisha. You too. Thank you. Joy said, I'm here. Joy, I love you so much. I really do. Because, Joy, you took care of me down there in Texas. Erica, she she has a gem on her hand. Um, literally, all of you guys, Pastor Aisha, that's been there sticking it out and being that shield as well because you're a shield for her. So I honor you as well. 
I don't really see anybody else. I see I seen your sister on here too. Um, that's your 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 guard dog. Lynette's gonna oh, play yeah. about Prophet Erica. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and that's on period. <laughs> okay, that's on period. Oh, man. Um, so absolutely, Lynette, we, we give you more grace too. Blessings to you, blessings to you, um, Pastor Prophet Aisha. Um, literally, thank you all so much. I love all of y'all in Texas um, that are down there that are really doing the work of the Lord because it's so important. It really is, y'all. Y'all holding Houston down. Houston is a rough area spiritually, but y'all are holding it down. So listen, y'all, we're going to close. We've been on here for two hours and 24 minutes and 40 seconds, but this is how the Lord moves when we we get on here. It's like it, it just happened this way. And all of you guys actually stayed. We thank God for the numbers. Y'all didn't leave us. Um, but when the spirit of truth is speaking, it's hard to leave. You don't even think about time because there's no time, space or matter in the room of the spirit and in the presence of the Lord. Listen, I want to speak again over y'all seeds that have sold um, double on tonight. May your houses be full and never empty. I don't just say that cliche-ish. I really say that literally um, so that your house never runs dry. Your cupboards are always full. I pray the Lord remembers this seed. I pray he remembers this seed literally. Um, and oh, I just thank you so much, Erica, because tonight was just truly amazing. It was amazing, amazing. We're going to pray and we're going to get out of here. So, Father, Erica, you close it out. You pray, you pray, you pray. <laughs> so, ahead. Father, we just thank you for all that has gone up today. We ask that you would bless every seed that has been sown. We pray that you would um, cover them, that their vats will not ever dry up, God. Continue to overflow and pour upon them. Lord, I bless you for Prophet Kamisha and those that are um, submitted to the voice that you've established in her in this season. Father, I pray that you would continue to expand her and increase her, Father. I bless you just for the transparency here, for the deliverance that has taken place, for the healing that has taken place in the hearts. And Lord, we honor you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, you guys, thank you all so much again for tuning into the Not Plastic Mentorship Virtual Experience. Listen, make sure you tune in again next week, next Thursday at 8 p.m. the same time for our last encounter. And we'll see you all next week. Have a blessed night. Thank you.